Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this midweek madness edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, we are going to talk books, like I promised last week. But before we talk books, breaking news today. We're going to talk about it, and, and I'm sure Saturday we're going to talk about it some more because there's a lot of moving pieces going on right now. But Colorado is coming to the Big 12. Here's the timeline that we're at right now. So it began to leak out this afternoon that um, Colorado was going to have a a meeting. Well, they had a meeting, and then they scheduled another meeting, a public meeting for tomorrow. And it started to leak out that the reason for these meetings was Colorado wants to formally apply to be part of the Big 12. Now, in the midst of all this meetings in Colorado, it came out that the Big 12 presidents were going to be meeting tonight, and they've, they have met tonight, um, and presumably everybody speculated it was going to be about um, in officially inviting Colorado to be part of the Big 12 um, and voting on whether they wanted them in there. That's exactly, um, as most sources are saying, that's exactly what the meeting was about, um, Colorado the Big 12 presidents have officially voted they do want to bring in Colorado to be part of the Big 12. And this is actually Colorado coming back into the Big 12. You know, those of you that are probably a little bit younger might not remember. Um, it was 13 years ago. Uh, Colorado uh, was part of the Big 12. They were one of the founding members of the Big 12. And so they're coming back. Um, you know, we've talked about this over a year now. Um, that, you know, the Big 12 needed to target uh, these Pac-12 schools. Um, and, the, you know, we talked about the fact that Colorado was probably going to be the first to go because they want to make sure that they have their spot. Here's where it gets interesting now because um, the big question is now going to be what's next or really who's next because you're not going to stay at 13 as a conference. Uh the question now becomes who follows suit and there i mean let the what let the speculation begin I, I think most of us have believed that Arizona would be the next um domino to fall that it was a no brainer the big 12 really wants Arizona especially because of its basketball program and you know it makes sense to bring in an Arizona but there's also some reports filtering out tonight that there is another Pac-12 school interested that's not one of the four corner schools. And on top of that, the University of Oregon has now scheduled a Board of Regents meeting um, for tomorrow as well. I think we could put two and two, two to two together that that other school might be Oregon. Now, I've talked a lot about Oregon, and I've kind of waffled on Oregon since all of this process started. Um, I think Oregon ultimately wants to be in the Big Ten, but the Big Ten doesn't look like they're wanting to expand right now. Now, the Big Ten, I think, will eventually expand again because I think you're going to see the SEC expand again, and so the Big Ten will respond by expanding themselves. And it to me, it's a no-brainer that Oregon would probably be one of those targets just because you know, you've know you got the two California schools out there by, them, by themselves, 
and, you know, adding a couple of um, West Coast schools so the travel's not as ridiculous as it's going to be makes sense. Now, having said that, I think Oregon would be a good asset for the Big 12 to have um, because of it. they do bring the Nike brand into the Big 12. I mean, could this be a way where Tech ends up being a Nike school? I, personally, I, I want Tech to be an Adidas school. I think that makes no sense. But, you know, th- there's a lot of appeal uh, to bring in Oregon, Nike being part of it. Oregon, I think, is, is, is still has become a strong brand in football. And so th- that would be an interesting addition. Um, the other speculation continues to be, you know, UConn could potentially come in and, and really the big hiccup with UConn is I think from everything that's been said, the big 12 leadership, the presidents, um, and everything they want, they want UConn just for basketball only, which makes the most sense because they're really, really strong brand in basketball. Whereas, you know, Brett Yormark and UConn, they want to come in for all sports, which UConn football, a pretty weak brand. I mean, they're an independent uh, team right now. And they've, I mean, they're just, I mean, they're worse than Kansas, basically. So that's what's going to be interesting to watch. I don't know by the time I record this weekend if that next shoe is going to drop. But, you know, safe to say the Pac-12 is in big trouble. And I think with Colorado bolting, you're going to see a lot of those Pac-12 schools try to find life preservers. And right now, the Big 12 is the only one giving out life preservers. The SEC is not going to come calling for any of those schools. And it, everything that we look at right now, it looks like the Big 10 is not going to be offering any any life preservers right now. So we are definitely going to be talking about this more this weekend, but, um, but a, a month late later than I thought it'd be, we've got conference realignment to talk about and all of that, all that that entails. So, but I do want to talk about books in this midweek madness. Um, and I've always been a reader, um, going all the way back to first grade, reading about Mortimer Frog and Mr. Fig. <laughs> I, they were the first books I read. Um, since then, I've always been a reader. The Boxcar Children were some of the books that I loved. Judy Bloom, you know, er- everything. Animorphs, those were some fun books. So anyway, I thought for this book edition of Midweek Madness, I'd, I'd kind of give you kind of my thoughts on some authors that I currently read and some and some and just some suggestion of books. I like fiction books, but I also do like nonfiction, um, whether it be historical books or bio- biographical books. I-, I do enjoy those as well. Um, in the realm of history books, I really do like the Bill O'Reilly um, Killing series. The first one I read was Killing Reagan, which detailed the um, attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan. Um, I'm a huge Ronald Reagan fan, and so anything with dealing with him, I'm, I'm going to, to read. But I mean, his other books um, in this Killing series have been real Real interesting as well. I really liked the Killing Patton book. Um, learned a lot about Patton and um, everything with him. Um, I, I thought that was a good one. Uh, Killing of the House of the Rising Sun, I think it was called, is one about the um, creation of the atomic bomb and then ultimately the decision 
to um, drop the bomb, which, by the way, kind of as an aside, we're going to get off books for a minute. I did go see Oppenheimer um, this last week. Really, really good movie. It is long. I mean, it's three hours long, but I really liked it. Um, It is a Christopher Nolan movie, so chronological time is – don't expect that to be happening in the movie, (laughs) but – Heavy recommend if you're really into history, especially World War II history. If you want to know more about the creation of the atomic bomb, just a really, really good movie. So um, I also like biographies, getting back to books. Um, I've read biographies of presidents, of, you know, athletes, sports heroes, uh, you know, the Mike Leach, Swing Your Sword. That, that holds a special place in my heart now, especially since uh, Coach Leach has passed on, I actually got to meet Coach Leach and get that book signed, which was awesome. And then I have my picture made with uh, with Coach Leach. Um, but you know the um, the George W. Bush book, Decision Points. No matter if you agreed or disagreed with him as president, really interesting book. Kind of gives you a, um, a glimpse into uh, what it, what it means to be president. I thought that was a really interesting book. Um, really any book on the presidents. I, I, I love, I inhale, I'm just, a, I'm a presidential nerd. Um, you know, I've re- actually read a lot of the George W. Bush administration books I've read. I read the book by Dick Cheney, about, by, you know, by Dick Cheney, Don Rumsfeld, Condoleezza Rice. Um, they all wrote books, which was, which was really interesting. So, um, now let's get let's kind of switch gears and let's talk fiction. In the realm of fiction, one of the things I, I, I did uh, probably about five years ago is I'm an Amazon Prime member and I ended up getting Kindle Unlimited. And, you know, it, yeah, you got to pay for it. Um, you, you pay a monthly fee. But if you're a big reader, it is well worth it because there are thousands of books that are available on Kindle Unlimited. And, you know, it, if you read a lot, what you pay is for as far as the script subscription pays for itself. In addition, you're eligible to a lot of magazines, uh, subscription. I have a, a subscription to People Magazine and Time Magazine through my Kindle Unlimited, and I have a subscription to USA Today. So it really does pay for itself if you're a reader like myself. So I do read a lot of those books. Um, now, a lot of these books are independently published that uh, go through the Kindle Unlimited. So it might be authors you haven't heard of, but, you know, you can always stumble upon, um, you know, kind of a, a, a book that you would have never read uh, normally. So th- that would be something if if you're a big reader, uh, Kindle Unlimited, I think, would be worth um, worth you, you spending money on. Now, let's talk about authors that I really, really like. Um, Tom, the Tom Clancy books, I loved Tom Clancy's novels when he was still alive, writing them, the Jack Ryan uh, whole story. The Jack Ryan story continues to be written by um, some other authors, and I think they've done a really good job of picking up the baton from Tom Clancy. Um, a lot of the newer books now are, are really more centered around Jack Ryan Jr., the, the son. Um, Jack Ryan's still in these books. He's He's uh, spoiler alert. He's the president now. Um, which, if you read *Dead of Honor*, you would know that. But he's still the president in in these in these newer books. Um, so I really enjoyed 
I really enjoyed uh, those novels. That um, usually twice a year they they come out, um, and it's a different author that writes each of them. So that's definitely um, a series that you might want to consider if you um, are into those types of novels. Um, Stephen King, hot or cold with him. Some of his books I've really really liked. Some of them have been disappointments. Some of them. The, the book was really strong, and then you get to the ending, and it's – ugh, the ending is terrible. Um, Stephen King, to me, I don't know. For, in my mind, he's notorious for that. Like he, he's, he writes a really strong uh, plot line of a book, and then you get to the end, and it's like, oh, that's not really that good of a book. Um, there was a series by Faye Kellerman, and she just wrote the last book in this series. Um, it's called the Decker Lazarus series, and – um, Decker, uh, it, it basically, for lack of a better word, it's, it's a Jewish detective series. Um, uh, Decker ends up becoming, converting to ortho- Orthodox Judaism because of his wife, uh, uh, the Lazarus part of the series. Um, and so he, but it, it's, it's also a mystery type novel. He investigates these crimes. He's a detective. Um, and then it sprinkled in, you get to learn a lot about Orthodox Judaism, which was really interesting to me as well. Um, there's like 27 of these books. So, I mean, it goes all the way back to, I think the mid nineties was when the first one was published. So if you like mysteries, I think you might like those, those books. Um, another series kind of in the political realm is a series by Mike Lawson, Mike Lawson, um, the, this uh, it's the Joe DeMarco series, and Joe DeMarco is kind of this. He's this fixer for the Speaker of the House in in um, Congress, and so you've got politics sprinkled in, but you also have um, a little bit of mystery and um, other stuff sprinkled in because there's usually some sort of investigative mystery that DeMarco has to get involved in. Um, so that would be a, another series that you might want to look at. I like John Grisham novels. Um, Going all the way back, I think his first novel was A Time to Kill, and he's actually done a couple of other books uh, with the Jake Jake Brigant's character since A Time to Kill um, came out. And so that would be a series that, you know, if you like – if you if you've liked any of the John Grisham movies, I think you'd like the books. Not all of his books are necessarily just centered on lawyers and lawyers doing their jobs. There's, um, but it's most of them are centered on taking place in the South. Um, and I, I usually enjoy most of most of the John Grisham novels. Those are usually on my list of of novels to pick up. Um, you know, like I said. The types of books that you might like kind of depends on what you like, what you're interested in. If you're interested in sci-fi, there's going to be a book out there for you. If you're interested in a more of a mystery type novel, there's books out there for you. Um, a couple of other authors that might interest you, David Baldacci, he's he's a really good um, author. He's done a couple of series, but he's also done a couple of one-off books that you might be interested in. Um you know, Patterson, and I can't remember his first name right now. He's he has he's put together some good books as well. But you know, my my encouragement on uh, doing this podcast, a couple things. Number one, if you're a reader, I would explore getting a Kindle Unlimited. Now, 
some some of you might be, well, I prefer just paper books. I prefer a paper book that I can flip through. And, and I understand that as well. I, I, I used to be like that. The reason I'm not as much anymore is because I just – I didn't like the clutter of having these hundreds and hundreds of books that you know I'd buy the book and then i just put it on a bookshelf. Um, I do own several books still um but the, you know i kind of keep like my book collection kind of special um i couple books i wanted to add in that were really good depending on you know if you're a wrestling fan eric bischoff's new book grateful is really good he also gets into kind of how he got involved in podcasting which is really what he's doing now uh brian guritz uh he is a writer he used to be a writer for the wwe he uh he uh, wrote a book as well really interesting book kind of gives you the behind the scenes of how the storylines are created in the WWE. It's, it's really very similar to major to a regular television show basically. And, and really nowadays they, they employ television writers. Um, but that would be two books that you might want to, uh, get interested in. I, I do read political books. You know, Mark Levin is, is a really good author. I've, I've read some of his books, Clay Travis, um, the last book I read of his, Republicans Buy Sneakers 2, really good, kind of blended sports and politics. Um, so if you're into both of those, um, I, I thought that was a pretty good book. He's got another one coming out pretty soon as well that I'm kind of keeping my eye on. Uh, but getting back to kind of the tips, number one, kind of determine, you know, if, you, if you're fine with reading an ebook, I would I would invest in maybe some sort of tablet. I have a I had an iPad that I used for a long time, uh, but it's it's old now. Got it in twenty twelve, so it's it's not working as well as it used to. Um, and I have a Kindle Fire now that I've been using the last few months, and it that really works well. It's a really good size. Um, it's not t- too large, like it's it's smaller than the iPad, but that's a really good. Uh, app to use and you don't necessarily have to use just kindle books you can download other reading apps um i know some libraries if you have the libby app um you can download you can actually borrow books and they get downloaded to your e-reader um so that's that's an option if you prefer reading paper books then i would suggest getting a library card at your local library And, you know, that saves you some money so you're not buying books left and right. The drawback is there's usually a a due date for those books. And, you know, I'm I'm one – I mean, I'm a fast reader, but there are sometimes I like to percolate on a book. And, you know, especially when the school year starts – I, my reading amount goes down a lot. I usually try and read at least one chapter a day out of a book, usually right before I go to bed. Um, but my, my reading does go down during the school year because um, I'm busy with other things. And it's really kind of gone down lately because I'm also doing grad school right now. Um, but I still try and take, make time to at least read a chapter a day out of a book. Um, and then, you know, like during like when I eat breakfast in the mornings, I read my, you know, USA Today paper um, on my phone. So, but find st- find what you like and I guarantee you there is a book or a book series that's going to interest you. So that's kind of our midweek madness on books this week. Um, I hope everybody has a good rest of the week. I will definitely be recording this weekend. It'll be on Saturday. And we're going to obviously already, we're going to have a lot to talk about when it comes to 
the conference realignment drama. Um, you know, Colorado leaving is just the tip of the iceberg, folks. It's going to be a lot of movement. We'll talk all about it on Saturday. Next week, I'm still debating about doing a midweek madness. Part of it, quite frankly, is I got to figure out a topic for the midweek madness. But I do have some good news because you are going to be guaranteed two episodes next week because um, most likely I will do this either uh, on Thursday or I might do it on Friday. Um, I do plan on recording a SummerSlam preview next Saturday, August the what is August the fifth is SummerSlam emanating from Ford Field in Detroit. And I do plan on doing an official prediction show for SummerSlam. So you're guaranteed at least that episode plus my normal episode um, of the week for that next weekend. So you might get three episodes. You might get two. It's just, I'll let you know maybe Saturday. Um, part of it is I'm moving next week and good to put on my stress level um, whether or not record uh, three episodes. But um, I will, like I said, I am recording this Saturday. Make sure you continue to um, follow me on the official Twitter of the Chris Carpenter Show, which is at the C Carp Show. And I want to thank everybody. We have hit that one hundred mark. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna extend. We're gonna pull a Dr. Fauci, and we're gonna move the goalposts now. Let's go for one hundred and ten listeners now. Continue to tell your friends about this podcast. Um, continue to listen, and we're gonna get that one hundred and ten. I think quickly. Because this the podcast is spreading like wildfire, and I, I expect to continue to grow as we as we continue on this year. So, hope everybody has a good rest of the week, and I will see you Saturday for another edition of the Chris Carpenter Show.